Welcome, everyone, to Check the Net, Impact 89's college basketball podcast. It, we're switching up today. It's Kylie. I'm hosting, and I'm so excited. Um, I'm joined today by Colin. What's Der- up, y'all? Derek's not here. I'm sad. It's fine <laughs> because we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Um, really excited. Starting on the women's side, um, one of the most interesting things I feel like I've ever seen in college basketball. So we have 14-4 and 4 TCU. Ran out of players. <laughs> they have. I mean, for real, like, like legitimately, ran out of players, and they've had to forfeit their last two games. Um, two probably they're going to be tough games, but it could have been winnable for those teams. Um, they're one in five in conference because of this. That's tough. Um, they literally have more conference losses than they have actual losses. But the most interesting part about it, they are now hosting open tryouts because they don't have enough healthy players, and the requirements are. You need a physical through um, Kansas uh, through TCU, which makes sense. Um, you need to sign up by a certain day, and you need to have high school basketball experience. Yes, Those, and you need to be a full-time TCU student. Yes. So all of our listeners out there who are like, I want to <laughs> play TCU basketball, you can't unless you're a full-time, full-time TCU women's student. Yeah, like I was like, dang, I should just transfer over to TCU, but they don't need more injured players. They need healthy people <laughs> to play on their team. So um, I've never seen anything like this before. Uh, <laughs> so I was doing a little research. This is the first time this has ever happened. Um, wow. And so on men's or women's side, pretty much any <laughs> sport period, the NCAA is still trying to figure out what to do about it. Yeah. Um, But this is definitely one of the most interesting storylines this year. Um, especially with TCU being one of the teams that started out 14-0. and 0. Yeah. I mean, they were just dominating. They were ranked. And then they had an injury. You know, you fall off a little bit after one injury. You have as many injuries as they do all of a sudden now, though. And uh, problems start to arise. And there's a lot of questions about this team. They've officially outpaced uh, UConn in injuries, which I think is really impressive because UConn has a lot of injuries. And <laughs> I don't call it impressive, though. I mean, it's not. It's impressive in a sense that I didn't think you would have so many injured players to where you need an open tryout. Uh, That's why it's impressive. No one has ever had to exactly. have an open tryout. They're they have less than ten players right now. That's they don't insane. have like people to swap out for everyone right now. Oh my! It's yeah. It's bad. Yeah. Um, so TCU, if you are at TCU and you're listening and you're a woman who has played high school basketball, yeah, feel free go try out, go save that team. Yeah, because go have fun. Go play some basketball. Yeah, you'll probably get playing time. Yeah, that's super lit. People have um, been calling into question their like conditioning regimen and things like that because they're and like how their practices are run because of how many injuries they've been having. So see, I think it's interesting. You say that I don't see any reason why it would be that because a lot of their injuries have been just the really odd injuries. That's yeah. like, man, you're out for the season with a broken finger or <laughs> yeah, a torn ACL or right, like. All of the random stuff that mm-hmm. a strong, you know, training regimen isn't going to cause these injuries. Right. For the most part. There are a few that were like, yeah, okay. that's probably bad training. Yeah. But the differences in all of the injuries, like, it's not like every player has the same injury, mm-hmm. which makes me think it's not. Yeah. But I do see where people are coming from there. It's it's just so odd because there has to be some explanation other than like this is just like sabotage karma, like the worst <laughs> luck in the world. Um, what did TCU ever do? Right. Like have a good basketball season, I guess. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so it, it's sad. I, I feel bad because they definitely could have made the tournament and they definitely could have had some maybe a solid win in the tournament. I mean, they were winning the Big 12. Yeah. Like. They were on top of the world for a hot sec there, and then uh, they yeah. they fell so so fast. I know. Um, last week, I think we had them ranked. Uh, if I remember right, last they week they were either we either had them ranked or they were like in consideration. They were they were right outside. They were twenty seventh. Yeah. Um, so because they had lost two of their last three games. Right. Um, and so we were like, um, we're gonna keep them out. I remember that now. Yeah. Um, and now, according to the NCAA, they're fourteen and four, and according to the conference, they're one and five. Yeah. Which is mildly funny. Yeah. Um, that they have more conference losses than they do actual, actual losses. Actual losses. Um, that that 
because the uh, Big 12 Conference counts forfeits as losses, whereas the NCAA doesn't. Um, NCAA only counts as a win for the other team. Mm-hmm. So just a yeah. difference in rules and whatnot. But. I feel like under certain circumstances, a forfeit should not count as a loss. Like this is extenuating like circumstances. Like no one could have predicted this. Like, oh, there's yeah. nothing like they're not doing anything wrong. Like it's just like... We don't, Some of can't the feel worst the luck that has ever happened in college basketball. Right, and putting it and putting that like onto them, like oh, that's your fault, and then adding losses. I just don't think that's fair to the girls who can play and are healthy, want to play, but it's just it's hard. Now the other thing is, if they do, you know, once they get a new team put up or put together, and if they do start winning again and they make the tournament, this could be one of the craziest storylines we have ever seen. I'd be here for it. I'd literally be here for it because that's a great, you know, way to face adversity and overcome it. So So anyways, that's like one of the craziest (laughs) stories in college basketball ever. So we just wanted to bring that up because it happened like two days ago. Recent development. Um, And we'll keep you guys posted on that because I'm sure both of us will be following it. Oh, yeah. It's crazy interesting. Yeah. It's it's super it's just so odd. It's just an odd thing and you don't see it, so gotta gotta stay on top of it. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. get into some of the better teams in college basketball now. Some <laughs> of the, well, not better teams. Less injured teams. Less in injured basketball. teams, yeah. Uh so we're gonna go through we've got a bunch of random stuff to talk about. Uh I wanted to start out with talking about the A ten this year on the women's side. Yeah. Um, because they have three teams that have 15 wins or more. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Richmond, St. Joseph's, and VCU. And uh, as much as I hate to say it, my Rhode Island Rams are not there. But <laughs> the A10 is one of the stronger conferences in women's basketball and this year. Is that a single bid conference? Usually it is. Um, and I mm-hmm. have to ask, like, <laughs> why this year? Would it? Would they give them two bids this year? Would they give them three bids this year? I feel like like that's they should give them more than one. Um, so I was just looking a little bit, and all of these teams stood out to me. I'm gonna quick check the net. Uh, <laughs> no it. pun intended. Stop that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> three very good records. Three solid teams. Um, I guess from my personal perspective, I think that they should get the American the A10 should get more than one bid because you've got three really solid teams. Again, there's still time left in the season, but right now they're on pace to in an, in a, a different conference, they're on pace to make the tournament, all three of them. Yes, and so. not only are they all three on pace to make the tournament um in the net rankings which I have pulled up now. Thanks for stalling time. You're welcome. Kylie. Uh <laughs> Richmond's 48th, St. Joseph's is 61, VCU is 75th. Um but I will also say George Mason who I did not mention, um, who's 12-3, and three, just not quite as many wins, not nearly as many losses either, mm-hmm. uh, is 52nd in the net rankings, and Davidson is 64th. So right now, as it stands, That's... four teams are kind of in that top 64 of the net, which, mm-hmm. generally speaking, is the teams they'll make the tournament if nothing crazy happens. We all know something crazy happens every year. That's All the time. <laughs> so you can usually count on the top, like, 50 to 60 somewhere in there will generally speaking make the tournament um so that puts the a10 in a spot for two bids um i don't think they'll get them but i don't know if they'll get them i don't think so um do you think they would give it to like acc big 12 yes yeah pac 12 really realistically let's be honest here pac 12 will get it um, in, the, in their final year, <laughs> yeah. they'll get extra bids. I just, they just discount so many of the smaller conferences when you've got teams with really good records, really good play, and it's like, nah. Especially <laughs> we don't in want you. this world where all of it's very spaced out, you know? Mm-hmm. You see all of the good players, you know, in a normal year are very congregated among the power five power six schools they're not anymore they're not anymore because of covid they're starting Um, to spread out rosters are filling up on those power six schools some of the younger players are going to smaller schools first and that spreads out talent a lot Mm -hmm. and so we're seeing all of this talent spread out and all of these other schools have really good basketball 
And then all of a sudden, the tournament's just not recognizing that. Right. And so there's a lot of questions there. Uh, we don't have to get too far into it. But. Yeah, we need to get into why we should expand it, but <laughs> <laughs> that's an argument for another day. Uh, but let's talk some Power 5, Power 6. Um, yeah. Because there are two <laughs> schools I wanted to point out in the ACC that have just not been having a year on the men's side. No, but on the and women's I, side. I'm so glad that their women's team is they're doing great. are doing as good as they are because at least their students have something to go watch. Exactly. You know, we're talking Louisville and Syracuse, <laughs> who, if you have paid any attention, on the men's side, they used to be like power schools. Womp Both womp. of them. <laughs> uh, Louisville won, a, won the tourney about 10 years ago. Syracuse, yeah. a little longer than that, but not much. Yeah. Um, now they're both at the bottom of the ACC. <laughs> um, we don't need to comment on that. Nah. That's a whole other situation. Yeah, that's, that's rough. Uh, but on the women's side, Louisville is 16-2, and two, Syracuse is 15-2, and two, and they are number one and two on the ACC. Yeah. Uh, kudos to them. Yeah, I mean, Syracuse literally just beat 15-ranked Florida State I think it was last night. Yes. Uh, literally just beat them. So huge upset because Syracuse is not ranked at the moment. Um, that might change. I think it will. This coming weekend. I hope it does. Um, yeah, that's a really, really solid win to post. So it's exciting. You know, we like to watch good basketball. And if you can't go do that for the men's team, definitely go check out the women's teams. Um, and I think that happens with a lot of schools where – their men's team might, might not be the greatest or their women's team might not be the greatest, greatest, kind of vice versa. But then the other team is typically really good. So I don't think it's uncommon. But um, yeah, I mean, two teams that should definitely make the tournament um, definitely do some really good things. Yeah, Louisville's got one other interesting thing coming up, and that is they uh, play 23rd ranked UNC this okay. weekend uh, yeah. on Sunday. So that'll be an interesting one to watch out for. And then they play Syracuse on February 1st. That'll be so, a fun game. That's down the road a little bit. Syracuse is not ranked yet. They should, should be. be soon. <laughs> um, but, you know, when you have NC State and Notre Dame and UNC and Louisville all ranked in the ACC. Yeah. And Virginia Tech, sorry. Uh, and Florida State. Don't want to miss any of those. Syracuse will be there soon. I have a feeling. And mm -hmm. one of those will probably drop out. Yeah. Uh, not sure which. We'll see who loses versus wins in the next few weeks. I feel like if anything, if Louisville beats UNC, they'll drop out. UNC will. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I can see that for sure. Good prediction. <laughs> uh, so Kylie's cursing that game. Uh, in the meantime, <laughs> let's uh, let's move to a different power conference so that the yes. ACC doesn't get mad at us for cursing games. Uh, Kansas State. Um, we talked about them on the men's and women's side right before the podcast. But on the mm -hmm. women's side, I wanted to talk about how crazy underrated they are. And yeah. like, granted, they're ranked seventh in the country. They're not like crazy underrated. You don't hear any talk about them. I feel like I hear nothing about Kansas State. Yeah. Whatsoever. And in my personal opinion, they're looking, they're shaping up to be a possible one seed in the tournament. Yeah. Like minimum of two. Mm -hmm. uh, their only loss this year is by seven points to Iowa. Uh, they also play, they played Iowa twice though. And the other time they played Iowa, they beat them 65 58. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know how you go. Oh, Kansas State, they're they're just in the Big 12. Yeah, they're just in the Big 12. The Big 12 is a powerful conference. Exactly. And when you're posting a win against the number two ranked ranked team in the country, that is so impressive. And um, I, it's hard to dispute that. Like, I don't care how early it is in the season. Like, you're, you're beating one of the top teams. A, a national championship contender again this year. Um, they deserve cred, and I hear none of it. I hear no cred from anybody about Kansas State, and they deserve it. Yeah, like, I get it. They have one loss, but that one loss was to a team they also beat. Right. It, they went yeah. one and one with this team. Like, and they're the number two team in the country. Exactly. It's... It's absurd that they're not ranked third. Right. <laughs> At this I don't, point. I don't understand like, why they're not up higher, <laughs> like ranked higher. I don't get it. So, yeah, I kind of discovered this this week. I know we ranked them a little bit lower as well. I think we had them um, like 12th. Yeah. Um, just because we weren't really looking at that that closely because the AP poll had them at 12th last week and we were like, eh, we'll throw them a little lower. Sometimes we trust the AP poll. We realize we shouldn't at all now. Yeah, what are we doing? Yeah, why would we do that? <laughs> so uh, we want to apologize to Kansas State. Yeah. They're underrated and we love both you. of our opinions. Uh, 
there's a lot of controversy there, I'm sure, with the AP poll going, ah, but they lost to Iowa. How do you... Uh, I don't care. How do I don't you not see the put argument. them in the top five? Uh, speaking of Iowa, though... Yep. Um, Kylie, do you think there are any challengers to them in the Big Ten? I don't know. Uh, well, well, Michigan State only lost them by three. <laughs> that is true. And However, um, there Michigan were... State has lost other games. Yes. But, I mean, rough call, but we won't play them again. So it doesn't matter. Um... I don't at this point in time. No, I really don't. They beat Indiana easily, seamlessly. Honestly, yeah. They beat. Have they played? They beat Ohio State. I didn't believe they? they did play Ohio State, and they won. Let me double check that. Yeah, if they haven't, then that would be my next. Um, they have not played Ohio State. Okay, that's my next answer as Ohio State potentially. However, they play this two a week and a half out. Ish. I would so. say Ohio State, but they, I think they lost to Michigan. Iowa State is, is not right? looking like the same team they were two weeks ago. No, no. They, so they haven't been adjusting alarming. to Big Ten play very well um, no. the second half of the season. So I, Yeah, it's quite alarming. Um, I'm not going to lie for, for Ohio State. But honestly, I think outside of those two teams, um, they, they need a miracle. A different Big Ten team would need a miracle to, to challenge Iowa. At this point in time. See, I'm going to tell you right now, I think Indiana is the challenger um, because they yeah. do play Iowa again. Where are they? Is it? And it will be a home? home game for Indiana this time. Okay, because that does make, that makes a big difference. So I think Indiana is going to be a challenger. Um, I I wouldn't take them in that win. I still think it's going to be a double digit point win for Really? Iowa. Yes. <laughs> Why is that? I just, I, I. Skill-wise, I don't think anybody in the Big Ten can touch Caitlin Clark, and because she, because she, truthfully, she is that Iowa team. And the, until you can hold yes. her to under thirty points, you're not winning a game. <laughs> yeah, and I guess sorry. I mean, they literally lost by about thirty points, and she had um, thirty. Something? It was eighty-four to fifty-seven. It yeah. just looked bad. Yeah. Um. Mm, yeah. So I don't I don't know, man. I, I just at the moment I just don't think anyone can contest Iowa from in conference. What about from out of conference? I mean, I gotta give it to the the undefeated South Carolina. I, I was thinking that South exact Carolina, same thing. I think UCLA could do a good job. USC, I think a lot of teams LSU LSU, I Kansas think a, State. I think a lot of teams outside of conference, like Louisville, I think a lot of teams outside of conference could challenge Iowa 100%. Kansas State did challenge Iowa. And they won. Came up one and one. Yeah, they split. So I think it's very possible outside of conference. I just, the Big Ten, well, a very evenly split conference all around. I think we have a lot of talent, a lot, and we end up, a lot of teams end up beating each other throughout the year. And that's what's so interesting about the Big Ten, regardless of whether you're ranked, whether you have three wins. There's, there's always upsets. There's always random competitions that, that people are winning. Um... I was like the outlier in that for this year in particular. In other conferences, I mean, you don't see that as much, I feel like. But I, I would argue that. I'm looking at South Carolina as the outlier in the SEC. It's yeah. very much an even conference. And then there's, and then there's South, South Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. Like even LSU isn't at that level. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, so, no, I think their only, con- their only challengers will come in the tournament. When they have to start playing people outside of conference. Do you think South Carolina will be challenged? I'm just out of curiosity. Hmm. Um. I think they can be. Um. I will say their huge win over Notre Dame at the beginning of the year was a little bit of a maybe they can't be. Um. I think it'll be interesting. <laughs> it'll be interesting when they play LSU just to see how it goes. I think they'll win, but I think it'll still be interesting. Um. Again, Pac-12 challengers. <laughs> I yeah. think, I think, I think their challengers are going to come from the Pac-12. But at this point in time, I still think that South Carolina is is going to win. I mean, they've based upon last year watching them in the tournament, they've got a lot of girls were not shooting from the outside, and that was evident. And I remember watching them, and Caitlin Clark was sagging so far down into the key, where there was just someone standing at the top, their point guard. Literally n- wide open. No one even near her was not shooting. Those girls have developed jump shots this year mm-hmm. and have developed that ability while still maintaining their inside presence. 
So I think they've just become an extremely well-rounded team. So I don't know. I I hope they win it all, to be honest. But The main reason I brought up South Carolina uh, is because they do play LSU this Thursday. Oh, that's exciting. 8 p.m. Uh, it's going to be an interesting matchup. I don't yeah. know who's home, who's away. I believe LSU is home. Okay. So that makes it a little bit even more challenging for South Carolina. We could see the last undefeated team fall. Mm-hmm. Um, LSU also lost very recently, and they don't lose very often. So yeah. when they do lose, they definitely take it to heart and just go all in for the next, like, 10 games or mm-hmm. so. Uh, so they just lost by five to Auburn. Yeah, I saw, that was and interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're losing to South Carolina. Okay. All uh, right. I'll take my pick now. I think it's LSU okay. at home. Okay. Uh, over South Carolina, but we'll see I'll, on Thursday, I suppose. Uh, yeah, I'll take South Carolina. I, I have faith. I, I have faith. So hopefully my curse runs out by then. But I have faith. Um, Before we switch gears, I do quickly really want to mention that UCLA did lose this past week um, to USC. Super exciting game. Um, Not one I thought would have been an upset, but turned out to be one anyway, which is super exciting. Um, I thought that I thought UCLA might have gone the entire season undefeated, to be honest. Um, I think they had it in them. Um, they've got a lot of talent, young talent inside. Um, so that's what I was excited about. Um, however, love a good upset. So and USC also has a lot of young talent. So I think it's it's very fitting and it makes sense. So I just want to touch on that briefly. All right. Uh, I wanted to bring up two other teams just very briefly. Um, Stony Brook and Fairfield are both fourteen and one. Uh, Stony Brook is in the Coastal Athletic Association. Fairfield is in the Metro Atlantic Athletic Association. These are great names for conferences. Uh, or athletic conference, sorry, the MAAC. Um, <laughs> love it. Forgot the C. Uh, but so the thing about them is they are completely underrated by all means. Um, Fairfield only lost is by three points to Vanderbilt. Okay. Who was undefeated up until like last week. Okay. Or two weeks ago. Uh, Vanderbilt is currently number three in the SEC. They have two losses. They're tied with LSU. That's Im- that's impressive. Uh, so I just wanted to comment on that. Fairfield beat yeah. teams like <laughs> Rutgers and St. John's. Okay, well, you know? can I be so honest? <laughs> Rutgers is not good this year. Rutgers held Indiana within 10 points. Yeah, but I also watched Rutgers lose by like 30 to Virginia Tech. <laughs> that's true, but Fairfield beat them by like 32. Yeah. So, so I mean... <laughs> Yeah. So that's the thing. You know, St. John's is obviously a big E school. They're not bad every ev- ever, pretty much. They're mm-hmm. pretty middle of the pack at worst. So I just wanted to comment on those two schools, bring them up, because uh, mm-hmm. they're not on my teams to watch, but but I think they're big teams. I think they're worth uh, taking a look at, keeping an eye on. Yeah. Uh, but let's get into teams to watch. So, Kylie, Power Six, what do you got? Um, with that game coming up, <laughs> it's got to be, you have to be watching South Carolina and LSU. I mean, come on. That, that's, that's, that's so That's the game. Like, like, be for real right now. Like, that, that is, that is it. Um, definitely, I'd say, yeah, it's got to be them. It, it's hard not to. Um, in terms of some other teams, I'd still say keep an eye out for, um, USC to potentially win the Pac-12. I think they have it in them. Um, I get that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of USC, uh, I picked one of their opponents for this week. Woo. So Colorado <laughs> is my team to watch out for. They're pretty solid. They're third in the country right now. They've yeah. moved up. They're good. Uh, they just took down number eight Stanford by uh, 12 points. Um, and then today, so yesterday for you guys, they faced number five UCLA. And on Sunday, they faced number six USC. Uh, so they have a packed like weekend here. Yeah. Um, but I think they're definitely a team to watch out for. They're number three in the country. They've been playing dominantly all season. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're number three for good reason. So right. we'll see how they do against UCLA, USC, but that's definitely my team to watch, um, with both of those games this weekend. Yes. Uh, what about small conference teams? What do you got? <laughs> because you always take my pick and <laughs> you know that they're going to be a pick. Um, you can take it back. No, 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 it's fine. Um, I'm still, I'm still gonna throw out. We talked about them last week. Um, Wisconsin Green Bay. Yes. Much, much love to them. Um, they're a solid team. 
you know, just continuing to be dominant and win and play well. So definitely my team to watch out for for this coming week and in, honestly in the coming weeks. Yeah, the games they've got this week, they play Oakland and IUPUI, uh, both of which are pretty middle ground in the uh, Horizon League th- mm-hmm. right now. So, hey, solid. What does IUPUI stand for? Indiana University, Purdue University, Indianapolis. What a name. Um, that will not be the name next year. This is the last year of IUPUI. What's the name? Uh, I think it's just IUI. I think Purdue is leaving. One of the universities are leaving. Don't quote me on Indiana. I feel like... I don't remember which one is leaving. Yeah, I feel like you can always have a shorter name. The partnership. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so they will no longer be IUPUI, um, which is kind of disappointing. Yeah, that's interesting. But (laughs) it's also... A mouthful. So, uh, anyway, my pick: Ball State versus Toledo. They're playing for the last undefeated team in MAC conference play. Um, that game is just going to be a fun one. They're mm-hmm. both at the top of the MAC. They're both, you know, definitely tournament contenders. Whoever wins the MAC will go on to the tournament, and it will probably be one of these two teams. Yeah, knock on wood. You know, uh, go Ball State. Uh uh-uh, uh <laughs> uh uh. Go Rockets. Let's go. No, uh, definitely go Ball State here. Um, Hater. But shall we switch into men's conference play? Yeah, I'm going to hold on. You remember when Ball State wanted to join the Big Ten? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. Would you have let them into the Big Ten? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just had to put that out there. That that definitely would have been an adventure. and uh, That would have been the wrong move <laughs> for Ball State. Yeah. But the, anyway. The Cardinals are not quite that kind of a brand here, you know? No. <laughs> but it's okay. We love them anyway. I don't know who's we. <laughs> you, you, you do. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. Okay. Men's basketball. <laughs> American Conference. Let's just start off with its drama. Oh, I love drama. it. I love it. Memphis just lost to South Florida. They're the only ranked team in the American right now. Everyone else is just on the outside. Um, How far do you think they'll drop? Out. You really? They ranked like 15th. Any chance the AP poll gets to that is kick true. a non-power like, five Bye. school out, they will take that chance. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Memphis, I think, is dropping out. Darn. I hope not, but yeah. most likely, if not to the bottom of the 20s, especially with a lack of upsets this week. That is, yeah, that is um, true. That was definitely one of the bigger ones. Um, Florida Atlantic might be put back in because of that. They shouldn't. They literally, they were down by 15 last night. I know they won, but they, they were down they by 15. They won by almost 15 as well. Yeah, but They like, staged a 30-point comeback. What, what even was the name of the team they were playing? I don't remember, actually. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Irrelevant. But, like, I feel like they shouldn't They played Wichita in. State. Nice. Shockers. Nice. Um, yeah, so they were down by 11 at the half. Yeah. And they ended up winning by nine so that that's a big turnaround they were down by more than the 11 at one point uh when we saw the score we were mm-hmm. like well that game's over go wichita state yep and then florida atlantic <laughs> came out and just beat them by nine you know as yeah. one does uh florida atlantic will probably they are ranked right now they're 23rd i'm sorry i uh misspoke i forgot that they got put at 23rd it's because we dropped them out of our rankings yes (laughs) yes we did rightfully so um so florida atlantic 23rd in the country they will probably move up memphis probably move out uh the last team we want to talk about there is north texas who is currently winning the american conference kind of a dark horse there yeah um we all kind of i won't say we all I kind of saw this coming. Um, after their season last year, they won the NIT mm. um, over another American conference team, University of Alabama, Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if you remember that, but no. North Texas kind of had that up streak. They probably could have made the tournament last year. They mm-hmm. were one of those good teams that like got pushed out because Memphis and Houston. Yeah. Um, which is fair. Actually, I think they were Conference USA last year, so Florida Atlantic was their only mm-hmm. team that pushed them out. But, uh, point being, North Texas, really a good team and deserving of ranking, in my opinion. Their only loss, right, or their only bad loss right now is to St. John's by one point early yeah. in the season. They've lost to LSU and Boise State. 
but like mm -hmm. they're winning the American. So I don't know what to say. Yeah, that's interesting. I was looking back at our, our conference predictions from um, the beginning of the, the year and none of us picked North Texas. No. <laughs> I was looking because I was curious because honestly, like no shade to Derek. That sounds like some team he would have been like, yeah, they're going to win. He did not. He picked Memphis. You and I picked FAU. The other so. thing is they haven't played Florida Atlantic or Memphis yeah, yet. Yeah, I so think that'll change. That's down the road. Um, yeah. They play both of them. Um, they play Florida Atlantic twice and Memphis once. That's kind of rough. Which I would rather play Florida Atlantic twice than Memphis twice. That is true. But um, yeah. yeah, so that'll be an interesting one to watch out for in the American. A little bit of drama there. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're getting three bids because they don't like to do that. But no, <laughs> they could. We'll see where it goes. If North Texas wins their tournament and Memphis and Florida Atlantic are both on the edge of being ranked, then they might get three there bids. There goes your three bids right there, yeah. Um, another team I want to talk about, <laughs> and I, I... Dude, I'm about to put my hater shades on for real. Kylie, you go for this then. Yeah, uh, Duke, womp womp. <laughs> I'm sorry, they, they are not, like they are not it this year. Like they really aren't. Why um, are they ranked? Yeah, oh my gosh, why are they ranked? I, I don't understand. And aren't they ranked in the top 10 right They're now? They're ranked seventh. Why are they ranked in the top 10? Watching them play... They beat Georgia Tech by five points. Oh, wow. Congratulations. By five points. They beat Nor Notre Dame by, what, eight points? What yeah. is that? Yeah, eight points. Those are not good wins. That's Notre Dame and Georgia Tech. Yeah, Notre are Dame. not good basketball. Notre Dame, not on a good year. Especially this year. They're yeah, not. neither of these teams. I just don't understand. I... Listen. They lost to Georgia Tech earlier this year. Embarrassing. Like what? Why are like, why are we ranking Duke? It's because they have their cred as a blue blood school. That will get you higher ranking in the AP poll than literally record. Like it doesn't matter what your record is. If you're Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, Gonzaga up until they like have recently. Three losses. They're 13 and 3. There's no reason for this team to be no. number 7 in the country. Absolutely not. If you want to rank them in the 20s, that's okay with me. Yeah, I can survive with that. I'll live with that. But in the top 10 is is absolutely horrendous. That is... Mm. They're currently fourth in the ACC behind UNC, NC State, and Florida State. Yeah. Um, Which at this point in time, I think I think that UNC is going to win the ACC. It, it, that is what it looks like, like right like now. They're, balling they're currently out. undefeated in the ACC. Um, yeah. Most of their losses came from early in the year, and they've been... They've, going off since then had a so big turnaround since then they have a lot of young talent like that's really connected well so all duke has is kyle filipkowski and yes. i will die on that hill that is all they have this year and when unc comes out and beats syracuse by 40 points yeah. or close to it what is that 36 36 points 103 to 67 <laughs> not exactly a close game no um that makes me feel like UNC is probably on the upswing. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, and as much as I don't like to root for <laughs> anybody in the ACC, I mean, like at this point in time, they're, they're national championship contenders. Their I losses mean, came to Villanova, Kentucky, and UConn. Right. All good teams. All of them very close games. Right. Like, it's it's hard to fight. North Carolina, Duke is trash. Yeah. Um, NC State looking very strong, though. Yeah, which um, is interesting. Wake Forest sitting right below Duke. Let's go. The state of North Carolina is insane at basketball, as per usual. Tearing it up. Um, Yeah. I but just Duke's I just not don't... doing it for me. No, next year, they have a lot of... They have the number one recruiting class in the country coming in next year. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how they're playing. Um, Again, but with the loss of like their big man who's been their team... And who is just so versatile, and he's just so mm -hmm. talented. So it'll be interesting to see. But no, horrendously overrated. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of us inflating Duke. Like I can't do it anymore. So, yeah. People, if you're listening, stop it. Stop it for my sake, <laughs> please. So the ACC is kind of on a down year. We can all agree oh, on that. Yeah. Uh, the Big Twelve is on like an insane year. So good. Um, so good. I don't know what to say about that. Like, 12 out of the 14 teams, in my opinion, are good enough for the tournament. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right now, the only two not are West Virginia, Oklahoma State. 
Um, West Virginia. But I'd even say like UCF at 11 and 5. Yeah. You know, but I mean, coming off a win against all of these top teams, you know, I can't. Right. I can't say, oh my gosh, your five point loss to number 20 ranked BYU is a bad loss. Mm-hmm. They beat Kansas. You right. know, like I have a hard time saying anything bad about a lot of these teams. And so, um, Big 12 dominant. Just like absolutely insane this year. And, and it's so fun to watch. Yeah. Like it's, it's, they're all good. Like they're not all like middle of the road. Like they're just all good. It's not like West Virginia and Oklahoma State are losing a lot right. of games. Right. They've had some bad luck, but oh, like they're yeah. still competitive. Yeah. <laughs> they're still winning a few games even. Right. It's just it's just so impressive. Um and I, I, I need to pat myself on the back for for predicting Houston uh not being able to hang with good teams. <laughs> Hold on. They're hanging. They're okay. not fully hanging, but they are hanging. Sorry, not being able to beat good teams. Yeah, there you go. There we go. That, Changing it up. Not being able to beat Clarify good teams. that, yeah. Yeah. Patting myself on the back. Um, I think <laughs> within the past couple years that Houston has been, like Duke, very much overrated. Um, especially going into the tournament last year with them being the worst one seed, hands down. And yeah. uh, losing very early, which I did predict that. So not as early as Purdue, but you know. Yeah, but that was so satisfying <laughs> to see. <laughs> but yeah, so however, they'll st- probably still make the tournament. So it doesn't really matter. But yeah, who knows? Another strong conference. Uh, we're just getting through all of our power fives or power sixes. Uh, Seton Hall and UConn are leading the uh, Big East right now, and I Real. just want to know. Kylie, your opinion on who's the better team? Because UConn's ranked one in the country. Seton Hall is unranked. Who has upset uh, so many teams. Seton Hall has beat UConn by 15 points this season. Yeah. Um, Why? Where are we sitting here? What's your opinions? I don't know. It's tough because I don't... They're both 6-1 in the Big East. Um, Seton Hall is 13-5 overall. UConn 16-2. I'd say overall record does it, and I'm assuming... Well, I can't say that one has more quality wins than the other because Seton Hall's been posting some really, really good wins. Especially as of late. Yes. They so beat I Marquette can't... and UConn. Yes. And St. John's, Butler, Georgetown, Providence, you know. So I can't, like, say, oh, like, UConn's played more quality. Like, no, that's, like, not even accurate whatsoever. I think it has something to do with overall record is why it's like that. Um, I still cannot justify putting UConn at one, but I also can't justify putting anybody else in the country at number one. So, And we talked about that last week too. Right. Like it's just not reasonable to put people at number one right now because there's no clear number one. Yeah, there's You no have to clear. stick someone there. Um, like I, I get it. Like I get they stuck UConn yeah. there because they didn't lose. <laughs> last week they almost lost, but they did not. Um, and then putting them there. However, I don't, I don't know. I guess I would leave UConn there for now because of overall record, but that would be the only reason that I think they're better than Seton Hall. It is really interesting to me how close the voting was on the AP poll this week as well. Mm-hmm. Um, 39 points for the top number one overall went to UConn, 20 went to Purdue, three went to Kansas, one went to North Carolina. Why are so... Purdue has two unranked losses. Correct. I think doesn't UConn does as well. Yeah, I guess in compare, I don't know. I (sighs) Kansas just lost to (laughs) Central Florida. North Carolina's started out rough. Yeah, I mean it's. But North Carolina is a much better team than the other losses that some other teams have sustained. Now they are, but they also have one more loss than any of those teams. That is true. I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah. Um. Why is Duke still moving up? They went up four spots this week. I don't get it. Mm, I don't so get done. it. That's a whole nother. <laughs> done with the AP poll. That's for another day. Uh, let's go into some of those smaller conference. Uh, there's been a lot of talk recently on Twitter, on Reddit, on all the news sources um, about some of those. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Some of the smaller conferences that usually only get one mm-hmm. bid um, that maybe should get two bids this year. And I'm going to bring up one because it's been a hot topic. Um, Indiana State and Drake are both insanely good. Yeah. They're both top, I believe, top 40 in the net, um, which is great. Mm-hmm. Indiana State was 
top 10 in the net for a little bit there, uh, yeah. which was unreasonable. But both of them are quad one teams. They both, in my opinion, deserve to make the tournament. Yeah. Um, but they're both in the same conference. They're both in the Missouri Valley. And so the question becomes, is it worth it to do two bids from the Missouri Valley Conference? Yeah. Which is, this year, other than Indiana yeah. State and Drake, a very weak conference. Right. I feel like, I feel like who gets bids for these smaller conference needs to fluctuate per the year. Like if there is a clear front runner where they are just so much better than every other team, leave them at one bid. But when you've got these two teams competing and looking really good, like on kind of an equal playing field with each other, but not the rest of the conference, you can't tell me that they don't each deserve a bid to the tournament when they're probably where they're probably going to be better than some of these teams that do make the tournament from these bigger power six conferences. Mm -hmm. That's like my biggest thing is because, you know, as much as I love the big 10, for example, they get eight, nine teams in every year and half of them leave exit the first round. Why not put some of these smaller conference teams in who might have a better shot than these middle of the road power six conference teams. Here's my other issue with this. Um, Indiana State has more quality losses. Drake has more quality wins. Mm -hmm. um, like Indiana State's losses are to Alabama, Michigan State, and Drake. Yeah. Um, it was at Drake. They were all away games. Mm -hmm. um, Drake has a bunch of quality wins, but not a lot of quality losses. Yeah. Um, so, the you know, their losses are to Belmont, UAB, and I don't remember who the third one was. Uh, Stephen F. Austin. But... <laughs> They've got, you know, the quality wins. Mm -hmm. So there's that balance there. There's the questions of especially the quality win over Indiana State. Right. So both are undefeated at home is the other thing mm -hmm. that you got to look at. And you just wonder, right? Would it if they do go one and one, if they split their series this year, do both teams go? They should. Pers personal opinion, they should. Especially, like, I haven't really watched, I haven't caught a lot of watching Drake this year, but watching Indiana State play Michigan State, um, they looked really good. I mean, their outside yeah. shooting was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, and it has was. been all season. Yes, that like, wasn't a fluke game. Extremely impressive. So, I mean, I just, I can't justify leaving one of these teams out if they're, like, both extremely good. Mm -hmm. For, a, again, for a middle-of-the-road team in a Power 6 conference. Yeah, and... Yeah. When we talk about, you know, these conferences that deserve more bids, I want to bring up one more that we talked about a lot last week, so we can just mm -hmm. skim over this, uh, but the Mountain West. Yeah. They are potentially a six-bid conference this year. Yeah. Which is insane, um, and they deserve it. Yeah, Every step honestly. of the way, you know, their record against other conferences has been one really of the better. and good. You know, they're beating out ACC teams as a conference, um, and their losses have not been their top teams mm -hmm. you know the bottom half of the mountain west is kind of dragging them down conference <laughs> versus conference wise uh but like they're beating out all the top teams they're beating up on each other it's all the top teams are close games there's no clear front runner right they're playing like a power six conference they really are yeah and when you look at like even some of their stadiums and whatnot, like they deserve to be power six in basketball mm -hmm. to be considered in that. Yeah. You know, especially now that the Pac-12 is gone, I think we consider them power six. In right. my personal opinion in basketball, mm -hmm. um, we drag uh, them I like, in. I like how you say in basketball. <laughs> in basketball. In football, they're not a bad conference. Yeah. But like basketball, especially on the men's side, a little bit on the women's as well, they're a good team mm -hmm. or a good conference. Um, yeah. So just skimming over that. That's another conference that I feel like we talk about that a lot off like pod. Yes, we do. <laughs> so <laughs> I I personally watch a good bit of mm -hmm. Mountain West basketball because they play fast and yeah. they play a little sloppy and that's the best kind of basketball that in is my the opinion. Best. It's the most fun to watch. And the, typically that's the basketball that does well in the tournament yeah so, oh for sure playing fast i mean we saw san diego state make the championship last exactly. year by doing that like you can't like a lot of these like power six schools cannot will will lose a foot race to a good team like that a two-way fast team and mm -hmm. so yeah 
yeah, that's that's that. Oh, uh, I don't want to. This makes me sad. <laughs> oh, Goodbye, this makes me Gonzaga. So happy. I'm so upset. Like I love Gonzaga. Always have. Um, th- they're rough. They they are rough this year. Um, but uh, San Francisco's at the top of the uh, WCC with St. Mary's and Santa Clara in second and third. So Gonzaga not doing well this year, and I'm really sad about it. Um, I think it's nice to see different teams cycle through and you know have their moment to shine. But oh my gosh, they they had they they broke their streak of being ranked in the top 25 for like how many like seasons? Like it was yeah. a lot, and I'm really sad about it. <laughs> like you know they didn't have to win like the, you know the national championship whatnot, but like just them being in the top 25 <laughs> made me happy. It's okay. They'll come back. I mean, they'll they'll bounce back. But yeah, they're a name brand, you know. They're a good team. And they've I mean, been talked about if conference realignment continues wildly next year. Yeah, uh, they'll probably be dragged into a power conference. Oh, I'm sure. Um, they might have to start a football team to get there, but <laughs> they don't have football. No, no, oh, they don't even, have football. I didn't even know that. That's kinda, um, that's kind of crazy. Which would be very interesting to see. Yeah, because we all know how UConn started football and. Mm-hmm. No one knows how UConn's doing in football because they've been trash. Yeah, wait, wait. Does is UConn's football team like relatively new? Uh, I want to say like 2014. Um, holy moly! They have not been around for very long. Is it wrong that I just assumed that like most of like the bigger schools had football? <laughs> uh, yeah. So they transitioned into D1 in 2002. Oh. Um, they started a team in 1896 you know they've they've been a team but um they were in fcs they were a lower level team Mm. and so now they're an fbs they're an independent because none of the other big east teams have football (laughs) um what a what a conference and they uh they haven't been doing very good yeah (laughs) um wow that's interesting I didn't realize. Yeah, I didn't even know that none of the other Big East yeah. teams really had football either. Yeah, so it'd be interesting. Um, that's another team that like the Big 12 has talked about expanding to, you know, mm-hmm. getting UConn. And then UConn has a football conference, except that UConn doesn't bring anything to the table in a football conference. Yeah, no, like they you bring know? nothing. Basketball. Basketball, name brand, yeah. like, you come know, on. But they don't bring anything in football. No. Uh, same with the Zags. And honestly... Yeah. With San Francisco at the top of the West Coast Conference right now, St. Mary's and Santa Clara in second and third, it just, it makes my day. I <sighs> whatever. I have never been a big fan of the Zags. Why? What's um, wrong with them? I have nothing against them. <laughs> I just... Just I a just, hater. Like, I'm a hater, yeah. Wow. So Hater, hater. I, I like the fact that it's not St. Mary's either because I 110% <laughs> expected it to be St. Mary's on top. Uh, and yeah. so San Francisco sitting at the top is not something I had on my 2024 oh, bingo card. Hold on. I gotta, I gotta look at it. I'm our... really loving it. Um, gotta... Yeah, none of us had San Francisco. I think we all picked Gonzaga or St. Mary's. Uh, no, Derek picked Santa Clara. Did he actually? Yes. All right. Well, so honestly, I mean, he's looking the best out of all of us. I pick Gonzaga. You pick St. Mary's. I'm looking the best because St. Mary's is in second. I don't know. Santa Clara's in third. I'm still Gonzaga's saying... in fourth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> looking the worst but san francisco has a 15 and 4 record compared to all the others with 13 and 6 13 7 12 and 5 dude all of us are about to get wrecked by freaking san francisco on our picks san fran all right you yeah. know didn't see that one coming like word okay um this might be a year where gonzaga doesn't make the tournament i don't think they are they're fourth in their conference right now yeah and it's not like the west coast conference is going to get two bids like they did last year right they had two ranked teams last year at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. This year, that they have none. Yeah, no, zero. So That's so interesting. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, we'll see where that goes. Gonzaga could just pull out and come away with a West Coast Conference tournament championship and make that the is, tournament. That is, that is true. <laughs> In true Gonzaga fashion. Yup. Um, <laughs> but... We want to talk about one more team before we get College into our teams to watch. I want to, to talk, talk about, about this it. team. I could just throw them into my small conference teams, but I want to talk about them elsewhere. Go ahead. Is it time to hype Grand Canyon up? <laughs> uh, they are smoking other teams. Their only losses to South Carolina. It was an early season loss. They've beaten San Francisco. They've beaten San Diego State. I think it's time to hype them up. They have one loss. Word. Um, 
they're in the whack. Love the whack. They're seventeen and one. Like yeah. that's that's a, they're undefeated at home. Their one loss was to uh, South Carolina. Yeah. It was a neutral, neutral site, site game, um, in a tournament. Yeah. There's. I mean, I don't where... think they should be ranked quite yet, but like maybe at the bottom. Where are they in the net? Uh, in the net. Let me double check. I don't have it pulled up. Yeah, I Colin put this down on the dock, and I was like, "Why are we hyping up Grand Canyon?" And he was like, "Let me tell you why." And then like went on this tangent. I did. About Grand I went Canyon. on a little bit of a tangent. It was too long for uh, the podcast, I'm sure. And I was like, "Oh," <laughs> I was like, "Okay." Word. Grand Canyon is 42nd on the net. They are That's above yeah. San Francisco. Wow. <laughs> um, they are nice. also above the likes of Nevada, Wake Forest, Washington State. Ohio State, Iowa, Memphis. They're above Memphis. Yes. That's great. I like that. Uh, they're above Drake. They're okay. above James Madison. They're above North Texas. They're above, you know, Ole Miss, Miami, Florida. They're above Nebraska, Oregon, Virginia, Seton Hall. I mean, they're they're way up there, man. They're above a lot of teams we mentioned today. Yeah. Which is really impressive. All I'm saying. Again, I don't put much stock in any of these rankings from people, but I still like that. That they have two impressive. quad one wins and no losses in quad one. Yeah, you know that there aren't a lot of teams right now with no quad one losses and quad one wins. Mm-hmm. Um, and by not a lot of teams, I mean like literally no team in the top twenty five right now has that. Mm-hmm. Everyone else has a quad at least one quad one loss, usually two or three. Yeah. Pretty much everyone. So, that's... so rank them. Rank them. Uh, I'm not saying it's that. Time. It's time. <laughs> I think it's time to hype Grand Canyon up. It's time. Uh, that is, I suppose, one of my small <laughs> conference teams to watch. I have another game picked out. All right. uh, but Kylie, go for your power six. <sighs> See, it's so hard for me to pick someone to root for because as of right now, I hate power six basketball. Um, Dang. That's it, a little harsh, don't it's you not... think? <laughs> I thought you just said you love Big 12. It's just they're frustrating. These these teams, I mean, that's true. That's true. There's just so much going on all the time. And I wish I feel like I feel like I can't back a team. It, it's so hard. It's so hard for me to like have it in me to back a team. Um, I Kylie's guess, going through a little bit of PTSD after MSU, you know, stop it. This the season we've had this year. So, yes, but we've we've won the past two games. So it makes me a little bit happier. Yeah, Um, I suppose. I, the I suppose is crazy. Um, I guess if I have to pick a team, bum, ba, da, da, bum, they did just recently lose, which made me sad. But um, I'll pick Kentucky just okay. because they're fun and they're young. I mean, they're going to be fun for the next co- a few years because they are young. And they're still very impressive with how young they are. I mean, I was thinking they'd be on another down year. Like they were last year, just because, again, a lot of these guys in your FIWA, it, it's a complete change of pace when you come to college. And I've talked about that before, where it's so different. You're playing against people that can be like 24 years old. <laughs> like, yeah. like it, it's just really interesting, um, the dynamic. And they're still playing extremely well. Um, and if I just have to pick a team just for funnies, um, I'll throw out Nebraska because I think they're fun. Okay. Also, I think they're funny. Um yeah, they, they beat Purdue. Any team that beats <laughs> Purdue uh, gets my love and appreciation. So shout out Nebraska and They've Northwestern. They also beat Michigan State. Both those teams also have beat Michigan State, but um, <laughs> they beat Purdue, and that makes me smile. So <laughs> love it. <laughs> Gotta give love. <laughs> uh, my Power Six team, I'm picking Auburn. That's solid. And I, have, I do not like to watch SEC basketball. No. Like just in general, Who SEC does? basketball kind of sucks all the time. Yeah. Um, but Auburn's ranked 13th in the country right now. They're 10-0 at home. Um, they host Ole Miss this week and are away at Alabama. And I think that's a really interesting set of games for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Ole Miss is also ranked, and so that could risk their 10-0 home record. Um, Alabama's a phenomenal team, and being away yeah. at Alabama could be risky. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a team to watch. I think both games will be good games. Yeah. Um, pretty close. I don't like SEC basketball, but I might be watching those ones. Yeah, I just find it interesting because um, Alabama—they're ranked at the bottom of the top twenty-five at the beginning of the year. Like, I think yes. preseason they were like literally twenty-five. Yeah, 
Like they were they were low. They're, they're not, sitting somewhere in between that like thirty to forty range right now, but yeah. they're not bad. They're They'll not probably bad by make any the tournament. Means. Yeah. Um pretty um, middle ground team. Uh what yeah. about small conference? Um, what do you got, Kylie? So going back to our West Coast conference. Heck yeah. Our uh our boys, San Francisco, um lovely team, uh play St. Mary's and Gonzaga this week. Ooh, that's a that's a matchup. Yeah, that is um that that'll be the true test to see if they are ready <laughs> to be be the top of the conference. Um because if they we'll lose see. these then St. Mary's will probably slide right in there. Yep. Um, and that means Santa Clara slides up there. Yep. And that means Derek's closer to like his random prediction being right, which is so crazy. But um, yeah, those are going to be good games to watch this week. So yeah, I think at yeah. the end of the season, we'll have to do a <laughs> recap, do an episode of recap <laughs> right before and how wrong we all are. All about of the, all the games. tournaments start. Yeah. You know? Or maybe in the middle of the tournaments, because it's hard to. Yeah. Cover those. So listen, because we'll I'm, I'm we'll looking see. at these picks right now and I'm looking who I picked to win the ACC. <laughs> who did you pick to win the ACC? Let's let's get a reminder there, Kylie. I picked Virginia to win the ACC. <laughs> that's uh, that's not going so uh, well. You picked Miami. That is also not going so well. <laughs> and well, they're picked Duke. So they're ranked. Yeah. <laughs> Whether they should or not, they are so indeed I mean, ranked. So I so suppose I guess <laughs> Derek's winning that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, Colin, what are your small All right, conference? Uh, my small conference. Um, one of the better, um, one of the smaller conferences that no one ever watches. They don't have a TV deal at all. But uh, Vermont versus UMass Lowell will be a very interesting conference game this week. Um, both are on five or six game win streaks and are undefeated in America East play. Um, so Word. we'll have one or I think two undefeated teams um, in America East after this game. Um, but it should be an interesting one. Um, I'm picking Vermont in this one. Um, I'm a pick, I'm a pick, uh, UMass cause I know some people who go to UMass. <laughs> respect. That, it's not, that's it. this isn't UMass though. It's UMass Lowell. Oh, I didn't know there's a difference. There is. I didn't know there were multiple UMass campuses. There is indeed. Um, I'll pick Vermont because I know someone who was supposed to go to Vermont. Yeah. And decided not to. The maple syrup, you know, all that. And it, and I've heard Vermont's like gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, so it is. I'll, and I've I'll looked at their it. campus. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I'm picking Vermont. We'll see how that one goes. Yeah. It's just a small game. Uh, I thought it was an interesting matchup and definitely going to be a very heated matchup being that they're both at the top of the conference. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do something different at the end of this episode <laughs> instead of a full court press because neither of us could think of anything this week. No. We are all brain dead from cool. another week of classes that have just been a rough. grind. Really rough. Uh, so we're going to do a player of the week and a team of the week. And yeah. instead of doing it um, like a separate one for men's and women's, we're doing both combined. So yes. we're picking either a man or a woman for player of the week and either a men's team or a women's team for team of the week. Uh, we did one and one this week. Who knows what next week will be? It just kind of depends on yeah. who's looking good, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Kylie, you want to go yes. with the player of the week? Of course, because I saw this um, last night and I got so freaking excited about it. Um, so my player of the week is Sophia Weard or Wired, I think, from Toledo. Um, she posted a forty-point game <laughs> in the Rockets' win over Kent State. Um, they won eighty-seven. They won eighty-seven to seventy-six. Super exciting. Um, some also just like really, really interesting and cool things about her. She has the school record for most points scored in a game at forty-two. That's a lot of points. Like, like for mm-hmm. any single player, that's a lot of points. That's Kaylin Clark number of points. Like that's that's, that's extremely. That's a little impressive. bit more. <laughs> yeah, a little bit more. Like that. That is really impressive. Um, and she has the most minutes played uh, for UT women's basketball in school history. So that's she's, impressive. It's really impressive. I mean, she's in a lot playing clearly just really good basketball and uh go rockets i'm again rooting for them to win the mac um is she a yeah. senior do you know or is she uh i think she's either does a, she have another year left i think she's either a junior or a senior i want to say for some reason she might be a junior i'm gonna look it up but i also have no idea uh she is a fifth year senior Aww. so she will not be um coming back for another year unfortunately because my thought was where does she transfer next year if she's not right because i mean like looking at her stats so far this season she's averaging 16 and a half points a game four and a half rebounds 
five assists, and but her field goal percentage is forty five and a half percent. Okay, like that's that's pretty impressive. That's solid. Like honestly, um, and and for her size, she's five foot seven. Oh wow. Yeah, not very big, and, and for her size, like that is really impressive. So, um, yeah. So she's my player of the week. Um, you know, Good player of the week. Post a really great game. You have a forty point game. Yeah, have a forty point game. Like that's impressive, regard any regardless of anything else. So yes. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Uh, our team of the week we decided on New Mexico, um, because they beat San Diego State and Utah State this week. Woo. Um, again, Mountain West very strong conference. New Mexico gonna have a very tough season, but like to beat San Diego State and Utah State back to back is pretty impressive nonetheless yeah. utah state's ranked san diego state Has was ranked, been ranked. <laughs> and you know they're in and out of the rankings mm-hmm. um new mexico unranked but right outside of the rankings as well solid team solid week for them yeah good win all right kylie you want to close this out yeah absolutely so um Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Check the Net on Impact 89FM. Uh, let us know what you think by connecting with the station on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at WDBM and at Impact 89FM. This is our first full basketball season and we are very excited. This season's madness is j- just keeps going and we cannot wait to talk about it more next week on Check the Net. Thank you everybody for listening and uh, see y'all soon.